hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It's so awesome to have you here. Now, today on the podcast, I have a good friend, a, a private client, a mastermind student, and the Demi Reflector that you hear me talk about on the podcast. So welcome, Yvette Mayer, to the Human Design Podcast. Oh my goodness, it's so fabulous to be here and I feel a little bit famous. Well, you totally are. Oh my goodness, I even had on my mastermind call this morning, someone said, now, Emma, can you define what a demi-reflector is? And I'm like, oh, that's just my turn. I, I made I it up and, and then I was actually like, in fact, I'm sure she won't mind. I'll show you the demi-reflector that it came from. Um, so yeah, you are totally like demi-famous now. <laughs> I'm so demi-famous. I love that, demi-famous. It's better than semi-famous. Exactly. So <laughs> It's so good. And, you know, like I was saying on the, on the podcast, um, sorry, on the mastermind, I was saying to them, like, the reason I called it this, it's like a demigod, right? So a demigod is half god, half mortal. So you're like half generator, half reflector. So you're a demi-reflector. That's me. That's me, apparently. Well, look, I'm learning more and more about what that means from a design perspective. And I'm, yeah, I'm very excited that I'm in your mastermind. That's so good. The, the one that's at a different time of day because we've got our mastermind this afternoon. We do indeed. We do indeed. It's mastermind day. Now, just before we jump in, what I better do, I just realised, um, I better tell everyone what I'm talking about when I'm a demi-reflector and when I'm talking about a demi-reflector. And what that is, is that they have a defined centre 
So they'll have two centres defined and the um, channel that connects them is unconscious, okay? So they don't have any conscious awareness of their energy going to that second defined centre. So why I call them a demi-reflector is because, and Yvette, I'm so going to get you to talk to this, the biggest thing about... Let's take a vet, for example, is she's a generator. She has a sacral. However, everything else is undefined or open. So she hears about how she's meant to, inverted commas that you can't see, be a generator. Um, however, it just doesn't, it doesn't um, land for her because she's literally living in the washing machine of life. Do you want to talk, a vet to how when, you, um, when we first started talking about this demi-reflector, what were like the real aha, aha moments? What were you like, oh, my goodness, now it makes sense? Mm. Yes. Uh, I think that it was a real permission slip to be okay with the parts of me that I'm like, gosh, I'm frustrating. Like <laughs> I'm so susceptible to other people. Mm to the energy, to the aura that's around me that I feel like I can easily lose my sense of self. So that's yes. part. Yes. And the other part is more the, the flip of that, like the positive aspect of that is it does give me a bit of a superpower when it comes to adapting to people in a room and being able to influence because I can feel into that energy in the room. Yeah, that's so cool. So can you actually talk to both of those sides? Like one of the things that I think was a real game changer for you was becoming aware that you were literally just morphing from one person to the next and every piece of advice that came your way, you're like, oh, right, I need to put that on. And it was that moment that you went, oh, no, I don't. Like can you talk a little bit to that, that the difference how you used to be and how you are now? Like how do you separate from that I, That energy isn't me now? Well, I will say there's no magic line before <laughs> and after that I still need to take a step back uh, and think about how I trust myself amongst all of this. But, I, yeah, I, I will start with how I've been in relationships in the past. I'm that girlfriend who adapts and adopts to who I'm with and becomes besties with their friends and family. <laughs> and I, I love the word shapeshift because I feel like I'm a shapeshifter and I become the perfect partner for that individual who, of course, basically ends up not happy because I'm not the person that they met by the end of the relationship for the most part. So it can be challenging in that regard to, and, and this is fresh knowledge to me, right, that this is something that I'm designed to do and that I actually work need to work hard against it because it's my natural nature. Mm, exactly. And, you know, and it's just that, like you say, this is what you're designed to do. So as I always um, say, it's about using, learning to use your superpowers for good and not evil. Mm -hmm. And you know, in the past, that might be a demonstration of using it for an unresourceful way. Um, however, can you please talk to and please talk about your career and how you used to do prezos? Because yes. this is the thing that I love. Like, let's tell tell us about the really resourceful way your shape shifting works. Yes. So, the most powerful. I'll give you two examples because I know Emma loves both of them. The most more, most resourceful way that I can use my superpower 
is I can shapeshift into the perfect person in a business environment for whomever is in the room around me. And whether that is for my one-on-one private client, I'm a coach as well, or more significantly because I did this for 30 years in a corporate environment, I could work with a client from the most buttoned up financial institution to a cutting cutting edge startup and be the perfect client service person for them. Because I'd literally walk into the room and become who I needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I I know that that serves my career so well. A hundred percent. Because the thing is, right, it's not like you're walking in there pretending to be who they want. You are fully walking into there as an empath, getting their energy, getting their brand. So true. So true. Like there's no thought process. There's, it's not inauthentic. Mm-hmm. I'm literally showing up as the best version for me and them in the moment. Yeah. Intuitively. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. I love it. I, th- I love it. And I think that one of the big things with um, your journey, if it's cool for me to share, um, is really learning to trust that sacral like trust that sacral as your north star trust yourself trust that the person that you need to shape shift into is the perfect person for that moment like a reflector like perfect person for that moment however that's not who you are so you don't identify with that anymore Mm -hmm. that's a really yeah and i i feel that and this is a good conversation that actually adds another dimension to how i think about it so thank you you're welcome. I feel that I I do do that. I do do that. There is more of a separation between in a private coaching session, for instance, me being and showing up in the way that best serves the person, but I also finish the session and then go and dance in the kitchen. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's like you literally, like in coaching, we often talk about putting your coaching hat on or putting your friend hat on, you know, like, you know, I'm just talking from this place right now, but from your human design, it's like you literally, you morph from, you know, who that the, who they need to support them in that moment. Who is you? Like your sacral still driving, your soul still driving. It's totally 100% you, but they are actually being held, supported and guided the way is best for them um, because you're feeling right into their energy, which I think is so freaking cool. And then you hang up the phone or you hang up the zoom and you're like woo you're off again in the kitchen yeah, let's just go be me let's like really enjoy the fact that i love my work and that what makes me want to dance yeah 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 i love that <coughs> excuse me <coughs> so can you tell people that have um you know so much openness or undefined centers what what advice would you give them on their journey to sort of master themselves and trust themselves and love themselves Gosh, that's a huge question for me (laughs) to consider and it's still a work in progress for me, for sure. But I think there's a level of inner knowing that works really well. Like I now know that this is part of my design and it's something that I can be resourceful with and step away from versus this fear that I'm all over the place and changing all the time in a bad way. Yeah, oh, my God, that's so beautifully said. 
You know, it is, and it's that moving from that conditioned place where there is something wrong with me because I'm all over the place to now it's super resourceful because you're like, I'm a shapeshifter to serve others the best way they need to be served. Um, but that's not who I am, you know, like the old you would identify with all the different versions, like multiple personalities, whereas the new you is like, oh, no, that's not who I am. That's just how I hold space for people. It's, it's all me. It's more powerful because it's my intuition coming into the conversation and supporting these humans who trust me with exactly what they need in the moment versus my personality. Oh, perfectly said. And it is, it's your energy versus your personality, like a hundred percent. So good. I love that. So tell me, how do you, um, you know what I'd love to talk about? We just had, just before we got on this call, um, as I said, a vet's in the mastermind. And one of the primary reasons she's in the mastermind is for her clients. Um, because they're not all generators and she really wants to understand um, their human design on a deeper level. Um, so tell me, what is it specifically that you've learned so far and how are you serving clients differently now that you understand or you're getting to understand mm -hmm. the human design deeper? Well, firstly, fun fact, Emma first did my chart for me or with me around 18 months ago and I found it super enlightening and I have been obsessed with human design to a degree ever since. And then I also did private coaching with them, which took that deeper. But up until now, it's been about my chart. And yes, I've obsessively guessed what other people are and mostly gotten it right <laughs> and done their, you know, basic, my body graph for them. But beyond type and strategy haven't had a great deal of understanding of how that can translate in a way that supports them. And I've found, um, I, I'm specifically a business coach, which we'll probably get into that conversation about how that unfolded later. <laughs> and I noticed that I cannot help myself but do my clients' charts. And I, I found that the non-energy beings being projectors specifically, I don't have any reflector clients, were confounding me. <laughs> I'm like, why don't they do things like I do them? Like I, I just was giving me more questions than answers. And so I started thinking about how, how different they are and how it would really benefit me to become a mastermind student and not just from a shallow perspective know what they are as a type but start to understand more about their intrinsic motivation and how they can be aligned and therefore grow their businesses too. Yeah, absolutely. And <clears throat> this is a powerful thing. Like being, as you say, being a business coach, um, and I know that this is kind of the new journey, it's at the beginning of the journey to integrate it into your, your practice, your business. But like, what do you foresee the future? So being able to being a coach for a projector like what do you see the future of coaching projectors how are you would you potentially help them and support them to set up their business maybe differently like potentially mm -hmm. using your strategies using all your knowledge using all the cool stuff but doing it the correct way for them how do you foresee that being in the future it's challenging actually because mm. as a generator i'm a massive doer yeah, I, I'm like, do, 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 do. Like I have to actually hold myself back. And 
I don't do day sleeps or anything like that. I, I don't have an urge to get up from my desk during the day. I kind of have to force myself. And working with projectors, coming to understand that they are better served by working in short bursts and, you know, that just the whole nature of being the guide versus being the doer, mm. it's really different and I'm still working it out. I can't yeah. say I have the solution to that. What I know is that I am able to understand them better yeah. and encourage them to be more in their design rather than mine. Yes. And um, that, yeah, that looks a little different. And that's so awesome, you know, like, and this is what, like, you've had such great success with your clients already, but I feel like this is going to be something that's going to take it to the whole next level because, you know, having that insight into their energy and how their energy works, like one of the crazy things that you're going to see with your projector clients is that now that you kind of get it and you understand them, you will see them do this magical thing that from one session to the next session, they turn up and they haven't completed your all your strategies and they haven't done all the doing but they're beyond where you thought they'd be between the sessions and you're kind of like oh right so that's the how the projector works you know like they don't necessarily need to take all the steps because they're like ah uh, well if I just skip this bit and go to there I reckon that's going to work so you know it's when you start to work with the different types and you know like it's not even a type thing you know how I'm about type um, you know, everybody can, can shortcut, everyone can hack, everyone can find a better way. But it's crazy. Like the more we teach projectors, less is more. Um, the more we let them um, do it their way and, you know, take smaller steps in smaller chunks of time, the quicker they move. And this is the mm -hmm. thing that's so freaking crazy when you start doing this. And I'm so excited for your journey with your clients doing this because you'll be like, Okay, so you just, how did you do that? Like you'll want to reverse engineer like how they got from A to B because there's going to be great hacks that you can take on potentially. Mm. Or, but, yeah, it's going to be super exciting. I love that. Yeah, it's all very new for me now. Um, you know, we're a week into the, to the mastermind with 11 to go. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, who, who knows how it's going to unfold. But I, I know for certain that it's going to be very supportive. Yeah. And that will make a positive impact. Yeah. And so, and because of that, I'd love you to tell us a little bit, really tell us about the sort of work that you do because, um, and, and maybe you want to touch a little bit on your story because your story is one that I think so many people resonate with, you know, they going down a path of the, the, what they think they should do and you loved it, but then you've made this massive, like one of the things, one of the words I would always use to describe you is courageous. Like you, you made a decision you were faced with some massive challenges. So you made a decision, you jumped and you've really learned to fly, you know, that Buddhist, um, uh, whatever, that Buddhist thing that says, you know, jump off the cliff and build the your wings on the way down. Like you've so done that. So can you talk a little bit to that, that journey that you've come on and really what are you doing now? Like how are yeah. you lifting up other women to do what you're doing? So let's start at the beginning. What, well, tell us a bit about the journey. I could talk for hours, so don't let me. Yeah, this, this is a short podcast. <laughs> I know. Uh, it is my own personal hero's journey and I don't yeah. think that I'm at the end of the story no. at this point. But, yeah, 10 years ago diagnosed with breast cancer, which, as you can imagine, was very frightening and confronting. 
And at that point, I'd been in a what I would describe as a high flying corporate career for 20 odd years mm. and was uh, the chief digital officer of an Australian advertising agency. And it was in the aftermath of that diagnosis that I realized that I wasn't particularly fulfilled, that in fact, I'd let my career unfold, taking step after step up the corporate ladder versus really looking at the inside. And so I knew in a heartbeat that things had to change, but it took me years and years to make the kind of change that my soul wanted because of all of the lifestyle trappings that come with that kind of career. And I also didn't know what next. I had never thought about it until that point. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I I took a five-year detour to New York uh, and got an inter-office transfer and, and had a crazy awesome time living in New York City. And I actually sat in a corner office on Broadway wow. down over the street and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then after five years, I had was determined that I'd come back in a non-corporate capacity, but got headhunted back into the most high pressure like most demanding role of my career which was a managing director of a 300 person office yeah. uh, some people that are younger than me like to refer to me as a big dog and I don't like that term but apparently that's what I was doing yeah. <laughs> and I can't even like that word doesn't even like, I think it's a millennial thing yeah but uh, it, any, yeah. anyway like suffice to say that was what I came back to yeah and that was the great unraveling in fact maybe it happened for me because it was the thing that pushed me over the edge into enough I literally do not want to look back from my deathbed and have my advertising career as my greatest achievement and um, I had a deep deep uh, desire to be of more service in the world and to create something that I'm really proud of And that led me out of corporate and into doing my own business. But like Emma said, I didn't have a really good plan fleshed out. I did jump off the cliff. So I walked out of my many multiple six-figure income style role and I was doing um, doTERRA network marketing business. I hoped that would deliver me enough income to sustain me and it may well have in time, but I didn't have the kind of time personally for that to to be the thing plus after a few months I realized that I missed aspects of what I used to do and I wanted to bring them more to the fore again and so thus began my which I thought was going to be a well-being consultancy because I trained as a health coach and quickly became a broader coaching business more of holistic coaching because uh, my personal brand was really strong, strongest within a corporate setting. Like Emma, we were both very active on LinkedIn at that time, still today are. And the clients that started to come to me didn't want health coaching. They wanted my support from a life coaching or a business coaching or a career coaching perspective. And being the good old shapeshifter that I am. Yeah, I love it. I showed up for all of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, yeah, go for it. Oh, no, I was just, I was going to say that the rest of the story goes, I got to a point where I recognised that doing all the things wasn't actually resourceful. It wasn't 
accelerating my business as fast as I would have liked. And I was questioning myself and my confidence was shaky. So I worked with Emma to sort that <laughs> stuff out. And shall I go to the grand finale of one of our private coaching sessions that changed everything? Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're a few months in and, and I was feeling much more in my worth. And I just released a couple of courses. One was in the life coaching space, which was called Planet Happy. And it was all about, you know, self-care, self-love and loving yourself happy, essentially. And then shortly after that, I launched a business coaching program for online entrepreneurs who were ready to really start to accelerate their business, fusing my knowledge from my years in marketing with what I'd learned in my own business. and. Yeah, I was coming towards the end of those programs and I was in a coaching session with M, who called it basically that I had this very different energy and even swagger when I talked about the business coaching course versus the Planet Happy course and that it was a kind of night and day, the, the energy that I was in. Yeah. And I think you asked me, how would you feel if I said you never have to run that course again, the Planet Happy course. And I was like, no, yeah, that work, months of work. And I love my people. And then I went quiet and I said, oh, I don't know, relieved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, and the rest, of the rest of the chat went, ah, oh, I'm a business coach. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm really freaking good at this part and this lights me up it excites me and I am getting like if I'm looking for signs from the universe in terms of who's showing up for me for help and the greatest transformations it's exactly those people yeah and this is it right I just love that it's such an example of the the moment you cross over the bridge from conditioning to soul you know from being guided from the sacral and it was true it was like I was looking at two different humans um, the conditioned one that was flattened out by the work that you were doing um, and it was so still attached you know attached to the story but I've done all this work and then the business like I could have said to you um, yeah, the business coaching is great, but why don't you do f three new levels and add all this content and do, 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 and you would have been like, okay, done. You know, like you had so much spare energy for that, for business coaching. You just lit up. Mm. You know what else happened though? Whilst that's probably true, <laughs> you suggested that I relaunch my course straight away and suddenly I found my voice and I said, yeah. no, I'm going to do a private coaching launch now. Yeah. Like I 100%. Yes. And this is it, right? Like this is the time where this is like what you hear me talk about, becoming your own guru, you know, like at no point, and we just had this conversation before the podcast, like at no point do as coaches or anyone else, we're not here to tell you what to do. And the moment, the moment my clients go, and I so often hear this, like I know we talked about this thing, but I've chosen to do this thing. And that this thing is always the thing that authority has driven them to do. Their soul is driving them to do. And I'm like, woohoo! Like, that's Yay! great. Exactly. Because it's the moment you step in and trust yourself. 
And that's what happened. And it was the best freaking decision of my life. And Emma and I were just chatting offline about this. I am a different human. And, and I forget how fast this has happened. Like that's April to July. Three, three months. months. Three, like it blows my mind, the crazy acceleration in my business and in my personal power, in my happiness, the whole kit caboodle. Yeah, because you're not trying to run anybody else's energy, identify with anybody else's idea, identify with anyone else's opinion. You're not trying to do any of that anymore. Like now you can hear what other people have to say or, um, you know, you're working with another coach now who's amazing and like you're doing all this great work, but at the end of the day, you run it through that sacral and if the sacral says yes, then it's good. And if it doesn't, then it's a no. And you understand no longer you that you, have to, you don't identify with anything anyone tells you you are or you should do, you're like, oh, thanks for the feedback. I'll take that on board and come back to you. And, yeah, I think- and even if you're right and I choose a different path, then I need to learn the lesson. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just love it. I love it, I love it. Do you want to share with people? I know you've actually got a program running right now or a launch running right now, right? Do you want to share what that is? Yeah, I'm in market, I guess you call it, with the next round of the Lit Up and Liberated. Yes, that is the name of my business or hashtag. Lit Up and Liberated, which, by the way, I came up with before learning I was a generator. Just saying. Anywho, um, the Lit Up and Liberated Biz Academy is the program that I designed earlier this year that I had such incredible success with those that participated in it And now I've relaunched it now after filling my one-on-one spots with a whole nother level of uh, additional support in there. And I will say this, it's really for you, if you happen to be listening, if you have an early stage business or a real desire to launch your own business with an online marketing aspect to it, Uh, And it is a culmination of what I learnt through my 30 years of marketing and advertising and my own success story over the last 12 months of trying all the things, learning all the lessons and ultimately delivering to myself, yay, um, more than a six-figure business in under a year that is growing month on month um, because I now have the structure, the systems, the technology, the tools, the mindset all of the things and I'm about to be able to add human design expertise into that mix. Exactly. And you know what, peeps? She is a five one, aren't you? Five one. I'm a five one. Yeah. yeah. So I'm here to do this work. Exactly. So if we think about our profile people for my human design fans out there, um, our profile is our how. Like it's it's how we show up. So being a being a line five, you know, a vet is here to come in and be that person who can um, be the, the superhero like the big thing with the line five is it's important not to jump into that you know if it's not your fire if it's not your building you need to save don't save it but you know this is the that that energy of being able to guide people to solve problems to move forward to heal things um, but the other thing that's really interesting and in what you were talking about is being the line one like a vet has I've never seen anyone work as hard as you and it is well it totally is because what you've achieved in such a short period of time is off the freaking charts you've tried the strategies you've started things you've failed fast you've implemented you've improved you've succeeded and it's not 
Like if, if I was to do it in my energy, I would have found all the shortcuts, you know, whereas you've done it, like you've done it. You, you really know what works and what mm-hmm. doesn't. And it's that line one in you that, you know, you have the answers, you've done the work, you want to research. I'm the ultimate DIYer. You are the I've ultimate. I've done every single thing myself and it's only, you know, 10, 11 months in that I started to go, <laughs> now I get to outsource some things. Yeah. But yeah. it was, you know, but it's the fact that in the beginning you did it all yourself, that that's part of the wisdom that you have to give to people because you're not like on selling someone's strategy. Like you've actually implemented this stuff so that people can, yeah. um, you know what, to watch out for or what will trip you up or what works, what strategy works over what strategy doesn't. Like this is the stuff that not only have you been doing in a corporate career, you've applied yourself to it in the last 18 months as well. Mm, yeah, I've definitely learned more in the last 18 months than I've learned in the last 10 years. Um, because as I gained in seniority in corporate, it was just honing my leadership skills and top line uh, this has actually taken me deep into implementation, which is a, an advantage. I see that as a real advantage. Yeah, especially because we're moving, like as we move towards a new paradigm, we are all, there's going to be, what I love to talk about is like um, millions of billionaires or billions of billionaires, like this whole, um, I definitely feel it. Like I totally believe that the the big old systems are going to fall apart and we are going to move into a world where there are so many more entrepreneurs than large corporate businesses. Um, We're all going to be agile. We're all going to be able to pivot. We're going to work on our own terms. We're going to live on our own terms and that's going to become the majority. Okay. It's not going to be the next five years, might not be the next 10 years, but it's happening. Mm. Um, And this sort of what you teach is really Yes, it's an awesome business program, but it's, it's all about empowerment. It's about mm-hmm. you taking back the driver's seat, uh, taking back the steering wheel in your life and creating a business that can sustain you, which is exactly what you've done. You've gone from a huge corporate career that sustained you, it filled up all your human needs, and then what you've done over the last 18 months is figure out a way to put yourself in that driver's seat so it's not someone else that needs to employ you, that you get to call the shots. And that's the thing that's so freaking awesome. Oh, most rewarding thing I have ever done. Like I really do celebrate regularly that this is everything I hoped it would be. Yeah. And I know I know it's such early days and that it's only going to grow and, and feel easier and better. Yeah, I love it. I totally resonate. I feel exactly the same way. Like this is what I dreamed of when I was, you know, Oh, for years. I've dreamed of this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When I was in my advertising career. And crazily, just as a fun fact, as as Yvette said earlier, would you believe that Yvette and I worked in the same industry, even at the same agencies, um, her up here, me in Melbourne. Um, Then after our advertising careers, I lived over the road from her mum even, and we still hadn't met each other. And then we sort of serendipitously, serendipitously met that and way. then it's the rest is history, right? Yeah, amazing. It is amazing, actually, okay. that we have so much in common. And yeah, but once we cross paths, 
yeah worlds collided exactly exactly <laughs> and you know on that note i'm going to finish up because i'm so glad my world collided with you my beautiful Thank friend you. um i love doing this entrepreneurial journey with you it's so much fun Thank and you. it's been so lovely having you on the podcast thank you before you go is there any last words anything that you want to tell people inspire people anything well, yes. Firstly, we did just speak about the Business Academy, which is officially closing today. But if you happen to listen to this and it's before August the 3rd, do reach out to me because that's, we're not kicking off till August the 3rd and I'll let you know whether it's still possible to get involved. And believe in yourself. You can absolutely do this. I am proof. I'm not a unicorn. I'm just your regular girl who's worked really hard and learnt a whole ton and I want to empower you to do the same. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm into that. You are the best. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. on the podcast. You're so Thank welcome. So, so welcome. See you, everybody, and I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.